It is Thursday, January 12th, and this is People Every Day. Hello out there, Janine Rubenstein here, and I'm going to be honest with you, you guys. I totally woke up thinking it was Friday, and I was pretty disappointed to realize it was only Thursday, but the feeling didn't last that long because... I woke up today. That's the most important part, right? Just a little positive perspective to start us off. Coming up, we've got some Bravo TV tea to sip on as we catch you up on new drama surrounding America's favorite Real Housewives. And we're less than a week away from when Todd and Julie Chrisley report to prison. So we're taking a deep dive into that wild saga, their scandal, their trial, and their significant sentence. Yeah. But first, let's get into what's been buzzing around my timeline today. The Prince and Princess of Wales were spotted in Liverpool earlier today. William and Kate stepped out this morning for their first official event of the year to highlight the work being done by those working in healthcare and mental health support services at the Royal Liverpool University Hospital. This also marks the couple's first public outing since the release of Prince Harry's tell-all memoir, Spare, which has been flying off the shelves, you guys. Since the book's global release on Tuesday, Penguin Random House said that over 1.43 million units of the English language edition were purchased on the first day it was available. The publishing house released a statement saying the first full day sales of Spare represented, quote, the largest first day sales total for any nonfiction book ever published by Penguin Random House. William and Kate did not comment on the book, despite onlookers shouting questions about it as they went about their royal work today. It remains to be seen if anyone from the royal family's inner circle will comment or if they'll follow the famous motto, keep calm and carry on. Johnny Depp is mourning the death of close friend and collaborator Jeff Beck. Word broke yesterday that the legendary guitarist died from complications to bacterial meningitis. Beck rose to fame in 1965 when he took over as guitarist for the Yardbirds, replacing Eric Clapton before founding his own group, the Jeff Beck Group, with Rod Stewart and Ronnie Wood. Beck's family confirmed his death in a statement to People yesterday, saying in part, On behalf of his family, it is with deep and profound sadness that we share the news of Jeff Beck's passing. After suddenly contracting bacterial meningitis, he peacefully passed away yesterday. His family asked for privacy while they processed this tremendous loss. Beck and the Pirates of the Caribbean star had a close friendship, and last year, the duo released an album together titled 18. A source told People, quote, Johnny is still processing this news. He's devastated. Depp visited the rocker at his bedside just before his death, a source shared. Our hearts go out to all of Jeff Beck's loved ones and fans. He was 78 years old. And now it's time to take a trip to Bravo land and plant ourselves smack dab in the middle of all the latest table flipping, drink tossing drama surrounding the Real Housewives. Who's ready to nosedive into all of the news coming out of the Bravo universe? You? Oh, you too? Well, let's hop a flight and take a Bravo Liberty trip to some of our favorite destinations. You know, Beverly Hills, Charleston, the Hamptons, and of course, Salt Lake City. Here to be our tour guide on what all we need to know is, of course, our favorite person to drink the piping hot reality with, People Editor Dave Quinn. I'm so glad to be here. Well, Salt Lake City is definitely our first stop. The finale of The Real Housewives aired last night, and we finally saw how the now-sentenced Jen Shah's story ended this season. So what were your thoughts on how it all played out? 
Well, I was kind of surprised that her friends, Heather, who had really stood by her for so long, and Meredith, who was kind of also by her side, were so surprised to hear that Jen had pled guilty. And the fact that Jen waited right until the end to kind of make that guilty plea showed just how cunning and what a good sort of manipulator Jen was. This is the thing. When you do crimes like this, you're often thinking of the short-term monetization gain that you can get. What you're not thinking of is the amount of victims you're going to have, not just the people you're scamming, but your own children who are going to, in this case, really Mm. uh, suffer public humiliation and all Mm. sorts of levels of trauma of not having your mom with you. So I'm really interested to see what Jen has to say. There's rumors that she's going to film a sit-down with Andy Cohen this weekend, which likely will air before she goes into prison in February. So I'm excited to see how she feels now that everything has fully played out. Because we know yeah. she doesn't show up to the reunion. So Yeah, yeah. Speaking of the reunions, we're, we're heading into those. So, so what do you know about what was perhaps addressed at the taping for it and what we can see coming out of what Heather said about Jen's husband, Coach Shaw. And it was a smoking gun that said, okay, the gig is up. You have to walk in there. You have to say you did these things and you have to go to prison for a decade. Well, this is the issue because Jen wasn't there. Not a lot was addressed, but we do see in the trailer, which dropped today, Andy asked Heather about Jen's husband, Coach Shaw, and their relationship. And Heather basically says that it would be pulling at strings, you know, beginning to open up a whole book of worms if she started poking around there, saying that she doesn't really know anything. You know, as viewers, we don't really understand how much Coach Shaw did or didn't know with everything going on with Jen. Their relationship is very interesting. And it will be interesting also to see six and a half years in prison. Will they stay married? I guess we're going to have to see. Well, there are some new exits this week as well in the Bravo universe. You broke an exclusive on changes happening in Charleston with the cast of Southern Charm and also another exit in Beverly Hills. So fill us in on who is leaving and do you have any idea who will replace them? Well, the biggest news coming out of Charleston is Catherine Dennis. She's exiting the hit Bravo show. She said what a wild ride it's been. She told people she was 21 when she first started filming Southern Charm and really reflected back on the ups and downs that she's had over the years on the show and how grateful she is for the fans for kind of standing by her, cheering her on and letting her learn that she's more than just these moments. In my discussion with her, she was saying she really feels she's learned a lot about herself. So she's walking away in a good place, but it's going to be interesting without her. I hear there's a few other changes to the cast of Southern Charm. I've heard at least two names floating around in the ether. So it'll be fun to see what comes of that cast. And over in Beverly Hills, I mean, the changes are a lot. We lost Lisa Renna, which we talked about previously, and she's leaving as well as Diana Jenkins, who was a newcomer last season. And she is pregnant with, it'll be her fourth child. It's her second child with her husband, Asher. And it's a high-risk pregnancy. And she talked to people about the fact that, you know, she's really been advised by her doctors to be in bed rest. She had previously miscarried. And she promised she'll continue sharing her fertility journey on social media. 
Well, finally, let's go over to the Hamptons. Summer House is back, and there is nothing a New Yorker loves more than that weekend drive out to Long Island to spend two days partying so you can go back to work on Monday and barely function. (laughs) Well, at least this cast of New Yorkers. The trailer's out today. What makes you excited about this upcoming season and how, you know, it's picking up the storyline from Winter House? Well, the big thing that we're going to see in this season of Summer House is the friendship fallout between Lindsay and Danielle. We first learned that the two of them had a riff going on during BravoCon when they were asked on stage about it and Lindsay revealed, you know, that she's hopeful the two of them can find a path back together. But we still don't really know why. Mm. And I candidly have heard that Lindsay still doesn't really know why. Oftentimes these reality shows, when they film there's one experience of experiencing it as the cameras are up. And then there's another experience of watching it back where you get all those confessionals added in. I think those confessionals are really going to give us the insight that we need into why Danielle is so upset with Lindsay, whether she's Mm. being a hater towards their relationship, whether she's jealous about the fact that her own relationship hasn't gone down that path. We'll understand more clearly once the season premieres in February. Well, Dave, I can't believe we made it through this trip together with nary a splash of champs on either of our faces. Thank you once again for getting us all up to speed on what is happening in the Bravo universe. And guys, make sure to check out more of Dave's reporting and everything on people.com for the latest. Thanks, Dave. Bye. Guys, we've actually got one more stop to make in the reality world, more like a a dark detour. The stars of Chrisley Knows Best are about to start serving a combined 19 years in prison for their bank fraud and tax evasion schemes. We're taking a deep dive into how a husband and wife who had it all, fame, family, and it seemed money, are now preparing for over a decade behind bars. Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. We are back, and the latest trailer for Shotgun Wedding is out, and it looks like an absolute must-watch. The film centers around the bride and groom, played by Jennifer Lopez and Josh Dumel, who are gathered with their closest friends and family at their tropical destination wedding in paradise until everyone is kidnapped by pirates. There are pirates, and they took everybody hostage. Where is the father of the bride? Robert! Robert! They're calling you. Thanks a lot, Carol. And yes, if that soulful voice of a woman who sounds like she's simultaneously whispering and shouting sounds familiar, then you are correct. It is Jennifer Coolidge, who perfectly plays the oversharing mother of the groom. The strands in your eyes, they color them one. I've been looking forward to this moment ever since baby Tommy was cut out of my abdomen. Amazing. So while the guests and wedding party are held hostage, the bride and groom are able to escape and ultimately have to find a way to take down these pirates who are keeping them from their happily ever after. This weekend hasn't exactly gone to plan. Pirates chasing you wasn't on your vision board. You're the only thing on my vision board. Is that blood? 
It definitely looks like a fun film that has the perfect amount of heart, humor, and action. I mean, it's got a great cast, right? Aside from Dumel, J-Lo, and J-Cool. Yes, we're making J-Cool happen. It features Cheech Marin, Darcy Carden, and Lenny Kravitz. And to add a little intrigue, Dumel actually replaced Army Hammer as the lead role. Just before production was set to begin on the film, Hammer stepped away from the film as those, you know, graphic sexual messages from the Call Me By Your Name star had surfaced. Well, Shotgun Wedding is available to stream on Amazon starting Friday, January 27th. And if a movie's got J-Lo and J-Cool in it, uh, you know J-Rube will definitely be watching. We're compatible. Absolutely. And I mean, but if we're going to do it, we're going to do it right. We're going to make sure it looks perfect. Absolutely. Todd and Julie Chrisley of the reality shows Chrisley Knows Best and Growing Up Chrisley are expected to turn themselves in next week to begin their federal prison sentences for bank fraud and tax evasion. We have been following the case here at People Every Day, but just for a quick refresher, the Chrisleys were found guilty by a jury last summer before being sentenced for a combined prison term of 19 years in November. On Tuesday, the couple's request for bail pending appeal and a 21-day extension on their surrender date were both denied by the court. And as you can see, there is so much to unpack here. So here to bring us up to speed on everything in this case and talk all things Chrisley is associate editor for People's Digital TV team, Dory Jackson. Thanks for having me back. Well, Dory, can you go back a little bit for those who don't know and haven't been following this, specifically, what were they doing that was so bad that would get them in a situation like this? In June, a jury found the couple guilty of faking audits bank statements, and their personal finances to attain $36 million in loans. And they then spent all that money on luxury cars, designer clothes, real estate, and travel. And then they used new fraudulent loans to pay back old ones. And this is all per release from the U.S. Attorney's Office. The couple's accountant also ended up getting convicted in this case as well for tax-related violations, and he was sentenced to three years in prison, followed by three years of supervised release, and the Chrisleys were eventually sentenced in November for their involvement in this. Well, the Chrisleys have already filed a joint motion for a new trial and will continue fighting the court's decision in an appeal. So, Dory, what are the Chrisleys and their lawyers saying about next steps and their hopes? So in a statement to People, their attorney, Alex Little, said in part, their trial was marred by serious and repeated errors, including the government lying to jurors about what taxes the couple paid. Based on these issues, we are optimistic about the road ahead. And I actually spoke with their daughter, Lindsay Chrisley, and her attorney, Musa, for people and her attorney actually explained what could potentially happen for Todd and Julie during their appeal process. If a new trial was ordered, they'd have to go through the whole process again. And the Christie's themselves have been a bit vague when talking about this because they can't really say too too much. But they did say on their podcast that they are going to be talking about this. Well, Todd specifically, he's doing a sit down interview with Chase, and he's going to answer all the hard questions. This is not going to be, in his words, a softball interview. His son, Chase, not Chase Bank, right? Because I was like, wow, don't pull them into this. (laughs) Just Chase (laughs) Chrisley. Got it. Got it. Can you talk about just, you know, what's going to happen after the Chrisleys turn themselves in? What are they staring down the barrel of? 
Yes. So Todd will begin his 12-year sentence at federal prison camp Pensacola, while Julie will be spending her seven years, about two and a half hours away from him at federal correction institution and federal prison camp Mariana. And people actually had a conversation with a veteran defense attorney, Paul Cambria, who told us that these prisons were no country club and it is still confinement. He also described it being like a college dormitory type of situation. And he explained that there's usually no fences or barbed wire or things like that. There's obviously monitors and cameras and so on, but it's still a fairly relaxed atmosphere. And he also said the camps are basically for white collar, nonviolent crimes. And the atmosphere of this prison is basically a lot of business people, professionals, lawyers, doctors, dentists, and accountants. And also, subject to approval by prison staff, they can talk to each other via email or phone calls. It's a wild situation. And I can't help think of their five kids who, you know, we all really got to know watching these reality shows. So have any of the kids spoken out recently? I mean, I know you you talked to one of them, but what else are we hearing? Yeah, pretty much all the adult members of the Christie family have said something at some point. Their daughter, Savannah, had opened up about the fear of life of moving on without her parents, which is super unfortunate. She said this on her Unlocked podcast, quote, in my mind, I can't move on with my life until I know that they're going to be there. I can't get married. I can't have a kid. But she does understand that they will eventually be a part of all this. It's just going to be a while, unfortunately. And she also touched on the emotional toll that this period has taken on the family, comparing it to, quote, grieving the loss of parents that are still alive. And I can also tell you what Lindsay told me when she spoke with me for people. She talked about how her parents are trying to spend their final days before prison quote, enjoying the moment. She also shared how this experience has helped her family band together and stand together when the times do get tough, to quote her. Oh, the poor kids. Like, they didn't ask for any of this, right? I know. And it's going to get tougher because they have two younger kids, Grayson, 16, and Chloe, who is technically Kyle Chrisley's child, but they took Chloe into their own custody because of Kyle's issues and the mother's issues as well. So I don't know exactly what's going to happen with them, but Savannah has offered to basically take them under her wing and take care of them during that time. So we'll see. Well, my heart goes out to the family for sure. The reality show, Chrisley Knows Best, is expected to continue in 2023 with its 10th season, which started filming before the couple's trial. Dory, thank you so much for joining us and giving us all of this tea. Thank you for having me. Wow, 2023 is still brand new, and I know many of you out there are still holding strong on those New Year's resolutions. And congrats, I see you, stick with it. (laughs) But if you've started to fall off or you think it's too late to try and do something new to improve yourself, our last story is a friendly reminder that it is never, ever too late to finish your goals. Just take it from a recent college grad. I waited 60 years to fulfill my dream. But so I hope others don't have to wait that long. Good Morning America shared the story of 89-year-old Joan Donovan, who graduated with a creative writing master's degree from Southern New Hampshire University last month. Joan said since she was in high school, she dreamed of getting her master's, but life happened and she didn't complete her bachelor's degree until she was a spry 84 years old. The great-grandmother, yes, you heard that right, great-grandmother, has some words of encouragement for all of you out there. If something doesn't work the first time, just try it again. (laughs) 
And eventually you'll find your dream come true. So simple, so perfect. I hope Joan's story was something to make you smile and be encouraged. And, you know, maybe it inspired you to keep going or at least get started. And on that note, that's all we've got for you today. I'll see you back here tomorrow as we send you off into the extended MLK weekend right here on People Every Day.